0: Welcome to Mad Toast Live with Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines, recorded weekly for a podcast in front of a live audience. Every Tuesday from 7.30 p.m. until 10.30 p.m. at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. And who do we have on the show tonight?
1: We're welcoming L.A. Bird, sitting over here on our right, your left. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming. Nice I had nothing you. else going on tonight. <laughs> that was really a happy coincidence. Yeah. called him this afternoon and said, mm-hmm. hey, man, we're doing this thing, dude.
2: Sweet. <laughs> I brought my peeps, too. You might have noticed. I
1: noticed. <clears throat>
2: peeps are good.
0: <clears throat> Looks like you got about three and a half people down there. I got three. <laughs>
2: well, okay, yeah, three and a half. Yeah, let's not talk about that, man. <laughs> um, well,
1: we were talking backstage, and, and we've known each other for, for a long time, yep. but not very deeply. I don't know. It, I just learned some very interesting things like um, this, this will all come out. Now, your fans probably know
0: what do some they of know?
1: this kind of <laughs> I, I just want to keep it a secret, but uh, <laughs> um, about horse racing. Do you yes. guys know about that?
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about yeah. that. It's my dark side. Yeah, I, I, for like 12 years, I had a racing stable in Chicago, and I was one of those guys on the little sulky and uh, race trotters and pacers. And my dad did that, and my older brother, and I knew I was cool. going to do it, but I didn't. Uh, it's a tough life. Is it? No. Yeah. And the kids, uh, they got into it kind of. I had a horse farm for a while at my cottage grove, and they had a little pony and 12 horses. And my wife was allergic to horses, though.
1: Oh, bad luck. Oh, no.
2: She sneezed, like, all the time. I, I just took a lot of showers. But uh-huh. Interesting life. And I, you know, I did music before that and then yeah. horse racing. And then when I got out of horse racing, all I'd ever done was play guitar or race horses, so I wasn't qualified to do anything. So
1: <laughs> Your resume looked a little so bit... Uh,
2: <laughs> so I went on. into radio and then went back to school and, yeah. and then eventually back to this. Yeah, so, That yeah.
1: seems like a very yeah. full resume to me.
2: Yeah, I thought so. So what
1: was difficult about... About uh, horse racing, well, f- specifically harness horses, harness racing, right?
2: Well, it's a tough. Uh, you get up early in the morning. You go okay. to the track. You train till maybe one o'clock, and then lunch is a big deal with the horsemen. You have lunch, and then you go home, and you take a nap, and you get up and go in and race from eight o'clock till midnight, like every night. Oh my so. god!
0: And then you get up early again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the family yeah. life isn't great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now you have to weigh. You have to. It, it's not like. Being a, a jock, a typical jockey. No, right. no, you, it, to... you
2: didn't have to be uh, re- really small. The wheels were kind of underslung on the sulky, so yeah. the only time it came into effect is if you were in the mud. And I tried to stay pretty skinny. I was six one, but weighed about uh, you know one hundred and sixty pounds.
3: But
1: okay,
2: I've gone past that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that's really. It's, I'm reading a book right now that has to do with the Romans. Actually, it's that the Anne Rice book about. Um, Christ Our Lord. It's very, actually a very interesting book. That's what it's called. That's, yeah. what, that's what it's called. But there are Romans in it, but it, it brings to mind...
3: <laughs> right. sure. There are right. Romans in the
1: book, you know. Do, do you ever wear costumes when you're doing that? Uh, well, do you, you wore colors, the- colors,
2: but it's it amazing when you tell people that what you did. and. What do you do? Oh, I race horses. Oh, like the chariots. Yes, the yeah. chariots. <laughs> you have the little spinner things on your wheels. Yeah. Wipe out their, you know, <laughs> your with a razor
1: blade. What what movie was that? Oh, that was that Ben, ben Hur. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. So
2: you didn't do that. No, we didn't have it. No, no chariots. Are,
1: are there no offshoots of that kind of like professional wrestling version of <laughs> harness racing? I
2: don't know where you're going with this. I I right. just
1: want to know. I'd love. I'd go there. I don't. No, I wouldn't.
3: This is called a tangent. <laughs> yeah, good I was led
2: to believe there'd be music-related questions. Was, oh, who said that? I was like, really? Prepa- I was prepared for that. Oh know, no, my, no, no, my friend, no. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of that, though, uh, uh, soundcheck really whet my appetite. Did it? For that, it sounded wonderful. I mm-hmm.
2: can't wait to. Shall we do something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is are we going to do something together? Are you guys doing something sure. on your own, or what are you? What are we doing? No, let's let's do one of yours. Okay. Yeah. Well, for 14 years, I played with a guy, um, Dale Kidd in uh, Kid and Bird, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. yeah, thanks. So I'll do one in honor of uh, in honor of Dale. one of his songs. But it was on our first record, and we've been down in Lake Geneva for you know 12, 13 years, and. I swear this song is written about it, but it's actually just about any kind of vacation town and resort town. It's called Summertown. Something underdone but overblown. Something you need so much but can never own. A flash of light is all you get. A flash of light. The houses with people You never see The townies know Just where they need to be The festival streets For only those With credit card
3: lives
2: On overdose Take me down, lift me out of here tonight Let our spirits know true flight Spin me around, take me on the wings of light Shining down on the summertime You play in these clubs like you really care Old enough to know that you're going nowhere And the people don't change, just the faces do As the light from the neon casts a different hue
3: Summer Town,
2: another summer, another time moves ahead, leaves you behind. Whoa.
3: That's beautiful.
1: Now, you're a very busy guy. I know you, um, so you spent a lot of time in Chicago. You lived in Chicago. Yeah. And so right now, you're going back quite often to to uh, perform there, right?
2: Uh, yeah, every uh, every couple months, actually. Okay. We do um, um, mostly corporate things or private things. Yeah. I'm getting into this whole house concert thing. It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Um, and uh, they'll pay just about anything. <laughs> That's the good thing. Or or corporate things, you know. And, right, it's, right. and it's different. Uh, everybody knows um, if they're in the music business around here. You'll you'll play one night for two hundred dollars, and and then the next night you'll do one of those for two thousand dollars. And yeah. It just makes no sense at all. But I'm really getting into this uh, acoustic thing where I'm sitting down and doing a lot of solo shows and. Yeah. We were just talking about the whole image thing. I've got a, the Persian rug and, and the lava lamp. And we were talking about maybe getting a recliner now. That would be sweet.
0: We tried that early
1: on. Did
3: the you? Our, our yeah. first
1: show, we, we uh, used the leather sofas out here at the Brink Lounge out when we were out in the front room. Now we're back in the, we're back in the ballroom with the descending um, golden uh,
3: gilded staircase. staircase. Anyway,
1: yeah, so these very comfortable chairs. And we realized about halfway through the show, <clears throat> I was I was so comfortable. I was like, "Oh yeah, man, that's great."
3: Our and, knees are like up to our shoulders. Yeah.
2: Oh, there are actually people listening. You know. That is a danger. Yeah. Yes. But I'm willing to take that. You know? <laughs> I could be, hey, that's the guy in the recliner. It's, he rocks. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't rock, but yeah.
0: he reclines. He reclines. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm all about the comfort. The comfort. <clears throat> well.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. But you're right. Those house concerts. We've been talking about that with a few different performers. Do you go through house concerts? No, you probably just do your own, right? There are a couple organizations nationally. There's concerts in your and houseconcerts.com and
2: No, I just uh, mostly connections from, from shows that uh, there's a lot of Chicago people um, that come to Lake Geneva, well, yeah. go figure. And uh, I get a lot of shows through uh, that. And believe it or not, the Jewish community. Well don't well, ask me why. <laughs> well, we're the singing Hebrews, yes. you know, or the <laughs> the the Gentiles rather. Yeah. But um Dale and I did um uh, a show in uh, at Camp Shy in the Dells for ten years. And then they even flew us out to um uh the Biltmore in Arizona to do the a S- Passover thing. Wheat. Yeah, Spielberg is there and everybody it's just seriously we're the singing Gentiles, you know. I don't know why we're there, but <laughs>
1: Was that was that a little nerve wracking? That had to have been. Um, did you did you meet Spielberg? Did you see? Uh,
2: he was always leaving like the day we got there, okay. but met his mother and the sisters, and yeah. they're very fun. Yeah. You go there and they go, "Oh, look, it's Berg. You're the Spielbergs," you know. Yeah. So it was strange, but I do a lot of those still. A lot of those uh, Jewish related. Things even bar mitzvahs yeah. weirdest thing in the world. I'm. Yeah.
1: It is interesting, isn't it? I've done. I played one for one of one of my students. It was his bar mitzvah actually, and so I played with him and stuff. But very interesting, a beautiful event.
2: And yeah. So, um, I don't know if the kids are into it, but now the, I think the uh, the adults just want whatever music they like. You know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah.
0: Well,
3: do you have?
2: So what would you play? We've
0: played like three-year-olds' birthday parties and. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the kid probably goes to about anything that has a
2: beat so that's okay (laughs) so yeah I mean um, I mean I'm getting used to uh, uh, the solo thing but I'm doing now some duo shows with a a guy named Bob Hine who's been around Madison played with the Shakers and a bunch of bands and uh, he's fun guy to sing with he's got a great voice
1: are you so you're playing at Tallulah I know do you do that as a solo or duo
2: Uh, I do that as a solo Okay. Yeah, and that's actually coming up on Friday. I'm there on Friday. I'm back here at the brink on the twenty-first, and then uh, back down on Lake Geneva Saturday this week.
3: Right.
0: So, do you have any weird habits?
1: <laughs> this could be music-related too. Musical habits. Um, we'll narrow it down a little bit. I mean,
2: I've got a twitch that. Oh. No, I don't. I don't. Think, uh, I, don't
3: know.
0: I bet your wife would disagree. But.
2: Uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I usually, I don't have a filter. I know that. I just kind of say what, whatever I'm thinking, and that's worked out well for me. I think that's a wonderful. So did you get that from, um, were you interested in radio before you moved to Chicago?
1: Because, I mean, that would be a great place to, you know, you're just surrounded by this great well, radio. Well, I, I kind
2: of got into the radio thing um, in Chicago. Uh, yeah. Steve Dahl, Gary Meyer, and Kevin Matthews, and those guys, and Jonathan Brandmeier. Um, oh, and yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. But. yeah. Um, you're almost that old. Yeah, um, yeah. So we know Jonathan
0: Brandmeier through his brother. Michael. Michael Brandmeier, who's a singer-songwriter. in Do
2: you know lesson. Mike, Michael Brandmeier? I do not. He, we've
1: had him on the show before. We'll have him on again. But he's also a real well-known songwriter in L.A. and stuff. But yeah.
2: So yeah, then I got into radio, and I, I did uh, uh, M.A.D. Um, for a while. I was there when they turned it off, you know, when it went off. <laughs>
1: <day>. <laughs> so you were there when Spielberg left?
2: Yeah, I, now um, I know it's kind of a, kind of a Jones. Kind of, no, yeah, it's bad not, things happen. It's right. not you. Have you it's ever done not. one
0: of those tours where every club you played that was the last night they were going to be open? <laughs> well,
2: yes, yes, yeah, we it have does. too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Puts a kind of a pall over the whole tour. I've
2: closed down a number of clubs yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Charge them just outrageous fees and they're out of business in a year. It's, yeah. it's good for the good for the biz. <laughs>
1: We'll talk more about WMET after another tune. I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. So I get to
2: play another one, huh? Let's do. Okay. I'm um, gonna do a slow song. Uh, we used to play at a place called the uh, uh, the Mills Block Cafe in um, Lodi. Very cool place. The lady wanted us to play there, but I knew it was r- really small, and they couldn't really afford, you know, to pay much and. So finally, we just said, we'll come and play for whatever they pass the hat around. And we had the most fun. It was the greatest, you know, people ever. And so they closed down, they moved out west. So I was going to write a song about, um, about the Mills Block and Susan and, and Tomas and, and the songs we played there. But uh, I started doing that, and then it turned into this love gone wrong kind of thing. <laughs> Funny how drinking does that. when you're. Know. Anyway, <clears throat> this is called Café. September, Saturday night, summer's over, the snow is inside, nothing to do, we meet at the mill's block. Coffee and a chocolate souffle. What we'll talk was small when we talked at all? Gypsy life was plain. Their pictures on the wall. look at the way they seem to smile as they say Thank you for having us One more day Your lips look sweet Your smile's just as bright How can I stay alone? One more night. Wanted to say, we'd just come back for the day. Here comes my chance. They're starting to play and they sing. American pie. It's late in the evening, and I'm so lonesome, I can cry. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. And what a night for a moon dance! I'm crawling on your Never mind the moon. Forget about tonight. I know that I'm crazy to put up a fight. Told myself, well, but let's have one for the road. Coffee gets cold and We're uh, late September Saturday night We know that it's over You walk out of sight Sitting alone at the Mills Blight Cafe Susan pours a coffee They're starting to play And they say Bye-bye American Pie. It's late in the I'm so lonesome, I could cry. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. And what a night nightfall moon dance. I'm crawling on Late September, Saturday night. Thank you.
1: Is that on an album? What what albums do you have? That's out?
2: on the uh, the first CD, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the cafe. that's on the first CD. For sale back there at the table for only ten dollars. <laughs> I, th- I would think that would be a collector's item now. It's uh, the band's not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ten, twenty dollars for Grandola. That's right. Yeah.
2: I like how you laid out the table, though. It's
1: very good looking. For those of us, all of you out in in Podland, you got to come down to a show sometime here at the Brickyard. Imagine Lounge.
0: a rectangular table.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you will.
0: <laughs> With rectangular posters mm-hmm. and square CDs.
1: But there's a lot of stuff. A lot of interesting things.
2: Symmetry. It's
1: Symmetry. On. Yeah. 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 It's like that. But uh, that was so fun. I mean, this, this, the stage sounds wonderful tonight. And uh, it's, uh, this, this particular sound is really very cool. It's almost like being in a
2: studio. It's nice. Uh, you know, I don't have to do anything. Just sit here and play. And, and, uh, but this is, you guys have got a really good thing going. I hope everybody just kind of spreads this around and tells everybody. Cause yeah. Thank you. Please. It's <laughs> Very, very cool vibe, I think. Yeah. Actually, very
1: I should. This is a very good time to say thank you to Mr. Andy Lavallee back there behind the soundboard. Bear Productions, he produces our podcast, makes it sound real pretty. Yeah. But so before the show, you're also talking about tunings. You've got a lot of different tunings. We have three different, three guitars?
2: Well, I brought three. You know, for yeah. five songs, I brought three guitars. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to mm. do the math on
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a fraction.
2: I've heard that. Um, I kind of got into tunings, because I'm not a great guitar player, and it makes you sound pretty darn good. You are, too. But um, my partner, Dale, was the great guitar player. But uh, I started getting, well, I guess it started with Joni Mitchell, um, right? and then David Wilcox. And when I was in radio, actually, David came to the Barrymore and played a song. And I talked to him before the show, and I said, I can't figure this song out. And he goes, Open C Tuning. Ooh, really? Huh. And tunings are kind of cool. I mean, you get used to playing guitar, and it's like changing the, the, the keys on a typewriter, you know? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like you got to learn all the chords and everything.
1: See what kind of words come out, you know? It's like,
2: the fun yeah. thing to do at shows is if somebody's obnoxious and says, oh, I can play guitar. Here, play this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're really good, dude. Yeah, Thanks. that's good. <laughs>
1: mm. Next. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I kind of got into the, uh, the tuning thing. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's fun.
1: Well, you mentioned Joni. She, jo- Joni used some obscene number of tunings, like 26 yeah. or something in a show. And now you hear what she does now? You probably know. But yes. Yeah, she, she's got this electronic thing or right. hat. Yeah, I don't
2: know what I think about that. I here.
1: know, exactly. Where if you stood next to her, the guitar would sound completely bizarre. But what you actually hear out front is that this machine, this uh, electronic device, is actually mm-hmm. changing the tuning of the strings. For the front of house, for the PA. I don't so think she can use an
2: acoustic guitar, right? It has to I be think an electric she's using
0: guitar. An electric, is
1: it?
2: Because okay. I think you know the acoustic would be picked up by the microphone, but right. That's a.
0: And the people in the front row would be going. ah!
2: Well, there's guys like yeah. Willie Porter and and uh, Peter Mulvey and and yeah. uh, David Wilcox, and they've got this whole thing down where, where I know David said to me um, when I was asking. You, they've got a whole spiel in between and they're tuning to a different tuning that's part of the show. But yeah. he goes, well, if you know kind of how many turns, you know, each one is. Oh, sure. That's a quarter turn, that's a half turn, that's a quarter. Then you're in the ballpark and then you just kind of tweak it from there with these little tuners or something. Yeah. So that's a way to cheat. But
1: And then if you play in a band, it's even, it's harder because then oh, you have to keep yeah. in tune to them too. I mean, we've played in bands with, <laughs> with people who did that. Right, you know. yeah. That's a whole other. thing. Our old
2: uh, bass player who produced both the records that we did, um, Bob Hatch, really good bass player but we're like a nightmare to play with you know he was just like he'd get up and play with us and say what key is this in well let's see I'm down <laughs> I'm tuned down a half a step and it's an open C tuning but yeah. I'm on the third fret
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know the letters he's got oh good lord just play out. you favor. know I found
0: yeah. that it's best to just not ask the guitar player what key things are in <laughs> yeah.
3: wait until get. you kind of hear it for a while yeah. and go
0: <clears throat> okay, it's one of those. Uh, but certain, it's, With it's these a,
1: tunings, though, I mean, there's certainly, there are chords and things that you just couldn't do. Right. Physically could not do.
2: Right.
0: Well, also, the whole yeah. guitar rings better. It does. You can use all six yeah. strings yeah. to build a chord. Especially
2: yeah. like an open C tuning that is tuned down to a C, you yeah. know, from a E E to a C. You know, that's, um. and I know Peter Muldian and, and, uh, and um, Willie Porter have really done amazing things for that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: But so what tuning are you in there? I can't tell by your hands. This is
2: uh, this is standard. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm so confused now. I don't know. The next one's going to be, uh, you know, forget to that. Okay. But this is a standard tuning. I'm tuned down a half a step so I'm capoed on one so I'm in standard. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, sure. Perfect. Yes. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Uh, is
0: that E?
2: Oh, <laughs> um, I'll give you the the one. You know, I'm not gonna do the one three five, but okay, here's the sure. one. You get to do another song? Yeah. You can. Let's do, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're musicians. Let's play music. Okay, I'm gonna do a, this is a song that um, somebody a long time ago, you know, I said something to and tried to take it back and and they said, Well you, you can't, it's it's out there. So that was the whole premise of the song. Kind of lame, but you know, just basing it around one thing. But. Everybody who knows the song uh, calls it Red Light, Green Light, but it's actually called It's Out There. Ready, Three. Red light, green light, you stop and you go. Traffic jam on the freeway A half a foot of snow Staring out the windshield That impatient car Wondering which life I lead Is it mine Or is it ours On ramp, merge, left, pay toll up ahead Considering the consequences of something I have said And we're traveling together through the pleasure and the pain And I hear the words you said to me again And again You said It's out there, it's out there It's out there okay Three little words You didn't want to hear me say But I said them to you last night Now our lives are bound to change But not if I keep driving and the snow turned into rain. Come and you go, my laughter mile goes by. I can't seem to say no to the one that I think I want, or the one who shares my name. Then the real world comes back around, and I'm just seconds from a clean getaway. It's out there, it's out there It's out there okay Three little words you didn't want to hear me say But I said them to you last night Now our lives are about to change But not if I keep driving if I keep driving, not if I keep driving I'm just seconds from a clean getaway yeah. Thank you.
3: Thanks.
1: How? When did you write that song?
2: Is that, uh, that was also on the first. Uh, okay. Was on the first record. Yeah.
0: So how did you choose guitar when you? Was there just one around?
2: Um. Actually, uh, I guess I was in high school and hanging out with a bunch of guys that were in bands, like Beatle bands, and and uh, I started out being the the uh, the roadie and just hanging with them and learning to play guitar in uh, in the hotel rooms. And eventually joined, um, I think it was called the Moseberry Band or something. We played all Beatle music. You know, It was great. But my parents, well, I used to play um, guitar down in the basement when I was a little kid. Uh, a tennis racket turned around <laughs> with a radio on. They thought, oh, yeah. well, that's pathetic. You, know? you got so, the moves down, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So then they got me, not much better. They got me a harmony guitar, and the strings were off the neck about that far. Uh-huh. It was like impossible to play. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my first. So you end up, you could have ended up as a bass player then, um, I mean, what? Wow, yeah, I, <laughs> I would have had lots of work. Really strong That hands would have been and
1: horrible, and horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I have very powerful feelings of, of first instruments. My brother played guitar in bands and, uh, he, and they usually rehearse down in the basement of our house and so we had there were amplifiers and stuff, and the, you know, at night sometimes the house would just be shaking, and Mom would be going, "Oh God!" And uh, you know, Jim played bass and guitar and stuff, but he always had the Strat. You know, we look back and go, "That thing is probably worth wherever it is now. It's oh, worth yeah. a lot of money." But uh, he'd let me play with it. I, I'd open it up, and the smell. You know how power how mm. powerful odors are <laughs> like this memory thing. And I never forget the, the, the smell of this case. And I'm looking back, it's probably beer and cigarettes is what it smelled like. But, you know, but it had that thing about it. And you'd open it up and go, oh, cool. You know. My sister
0: played the oboe.
1: They don't smell like beer and cigarettes yeah. so much, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Those symphony players, you know, they don't hang out after the concerts very much.
0: <laughs> she spent more time making her reeds than she did playing it.
1: yeah. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard instrument to play, isn't it? I it mean, is,
0: and it kind of sounds like geese. Yeah, like One kind of very... They say learning violin, you know, learning
1: geese, is uh, difficult for parents, like kids learn, wanting to learn how to play drums at home, and very very difficult, and fiddle is similar. I would think oboe, a kid learning how to play oboe or clarinet would be almost yeah. as bad. <laughs>
2: Was there a big call for that in uh, school? or did Well, you know, in the...
1: I don't or think you ever. The you don't really choose to play the that. Band. They just say, here, kid, we need an oboe player, don't they?
0: Well, oboe is really beautiful, but. We're going to get yeah. some
1: calls now. <laughs> I hope. Emails.
0: I'm so glad my sister doesn't have a computer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel one of those tunings coming up.
2: We've got right. a tuning coming up here, so don't ask me. Okay, we
1: won't. Oh, I know what did I asked. W-M-A-D, you yes. mentioned this backstage, and this, this blew me away, I loved it. Um, at some point, a friend of yours was, uh, you want to tell the story? About Larry Bird's Impression Corner. Do you guys remember that? Anybody out there? See, um,
2: <laughs> well, I, um, I started out doing the, the um, a friend of mine did the overnight, and I'd come on in the morning, just on the weekends, and you're supposed to have this crosstalk when you're uh, uh, switching like 10 or 15 seconds. Hey, Larry, what do you got coming up? Oh, we got the gin blossoms and, uh, you know, whatever. That's the crosstalk, you know. Yeah. But Mark and I, who's now in California, decided uh, I did an impression one morning. And it was I think it was like, um, Bullwinkle, Hey, Rocky, you want me to pull the rabbit out of my hat? And I actually put my hands up for the <laughs> antlers. For the, for the radio yeah, audience. And, yeah, and that was kind of fun. So I started doing impressions. And then we got theme music and every... Uh, Weekend morning, it was, and now it's time for Larry Bird's impression corner, and it <laughs> went year on did for you do that? what? What year? Oh, that was. Um, oh God, I don't even remember. I bet it was twelve years ago. Okay, 10, twelve years ago. Okay, and then the program director finally realized at one of my little meetings. He goes, "What is this Larry Bird's impression corner thing?" I said, well, it's on tape. It's right there. He says, well, it's not bad, but can you get, you know, cut it down to about two minutes? I <laughs> said, no. no. So I was fired. Right? <laughs> but that's the thing, you get fired in yeah. and radio a lot. Do you? Yeah, if you're doing anything worthwhile. I, that's yeah. What I
3: thought. yeah.
1: You get hired by, there. There are, there are a few radio stations out there still really trying to, well, Then I went
2: from uh, when they actually turned off the radio station, A bank bought it, and, and you heard one day um, this guy playing uh, Jimi Hendrix's um, Star Spangled Banner. There's only one reason yeah. to do that in radio, you're going off the air. So oh, our friend, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we heard it and our, my friends called and said, hey, you're supposed to go get your stuff, they just turned it off. And so I went to WTSO and played country music for... I, I love that. How did impressions work on country radio? Not really good. <laughs> Not no. so good. <laughs> no. And then they went to uh, um, G. Gordon Liddy, and when I had to do that, yeah. then I, then yeah. I re- retired from that radio. That would be hard. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah. So, was it... Mr.
1: Potter actually bought the station, right? WMED was, Mr. Mr. So. Potter, Mr. Yeah. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the same one? Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's still alive. Do you have anybody... Out there doing your material, we probably are. Maybe you don't even know about it, but uh, well, it'd be
2: news to me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it would be great, but <laughs> no songbook in the works here. No, I, I don't have a songbook. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I don't know how people write, you know, large volumes of music. I'm really amazed it, to get a song out of yeah. me is just like. Uh, I have to sit down and just really try, and then you hate yeah. it the next day. <laughs> guys like David Wilcox, again, talking yeah. about, well, the song God just came and gave me this song, and I picked up my guitar and it came out. Yeah, he's lying, you know. He's yeah. just lying. Do you do that, Lucas? I, does it just come out? The song just come? Sometimes. 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 Once in a while. Probably. Yeah, we hate you yeah. then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, any, any questions out there? We'll open this up to our audience. or. <laughs> Come on, some, jump deep, dig deep. What do you want to know from Larry? Some embarrassing question. Some embarrassing question. No? Uh-huh. Okay. What a good crowd. Fan. Huh? <laughs> Big fans. They, they yeah. So
2: they know they know all the deep dark secrets. I usually yeah, just tell it. Are yeah. you good
0: at predicting weather?
2: Yes I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you wow. have a
0: prediction for us?
2: Um, it's going to get warmer. Oh, yeah. you're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder it's about gonna that. It's going to be nice the rest of the week, yeah. actually. You know. Um,
0: can we call you if it snows again?
2: Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to hold you. For His number phone. is. <laughs> His number's on <laughs> yeah, the. That's on the thing. So yeah. where can we find you if people want to find you on the internet? Because I know. Well, that's kind of hard because but, I shut the website down. But I am on Facebook. Thanks to my friend Lynn, who does this for me. <clears throat> uh, so you, if you're on Facebook, you can get my schedule there, and there'll probably be another MySpace that's just easier to to find. Right. At, uh, Facebook, you know, Larry Bird, I guess.
1: Yeah, because we were talking about this earlier too, and and we're trying to we're we're so behind the times, I guess. But Mary finally got a Facebook page, and now has remembered her password. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's that's a dismal key. mess, though, because <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember uh-huh. my password. I got a new password, and then. I could only use it for that day because in the next day it said there was something wrong with my cookies and my cash and <laughs> all this other stuff and I tried to fix those things and, and then I couldn't get back onto the internet.
2: The first day I had a Facebook there was, I was in the studio and I got my email up and there were like 40 people wanted to be my friend and I thought, I don't have time for this. How do you know that? <laughs> that's what frightening. Are you, what are you doing? You know, yeah. Right now I'm,
1: that's yeah. a little, yeah. Yeah, that's
2: yeah, a little personal. Yeah.
0: I'm typing to
3: you yeah. to stop typing yeah. to me. So,
2: yeah, that just but, shows how old we are, I think. Right, so. yeah, I think so. And the whole, t-
1: the whole Twitter thing, uh-huh. you guys out in the audience, Twitter? Anybody, anybody Twitter?
3: Twitter?
0: anybody Twitter? No? Anybody know what the heck that means? They, they
1: do, they know. They're just, they're, they're, they're laughing at us. They're going, you guys, you guys are old. <laughs> no, but seriously, Twitter, anybody?
0: Hey, man, we learned no? how to plug in microphones and, you know, this gear... Yeah. We have to keep learning our whole yeah. lives to change yes. patterns yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's kind of frightening. The Twitter thing really is kind of like that, even more so, isn't it? Sort of like, where are you now? What are you doing right now? Right, yeah. It's I can't imagine personal. why anybody would want
0: to know that.
1: Well, I would think it would force one to become very, just uh, just really, f- really flippant, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm standing naked on top of the Empire State Building, you know? And after a while, people just <laughs> not believe you. Hey, what? Mad Toast Live is on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Okay.
0: Twitter is one of the best <laughs> new okay. things.
1: We have to learn about this from Andy. I, I don't mean to talk it down. Twitter's wonderful. Thank you so much to the Twitterers.
2: Well, this is really fun. I just actually came to see Lucas Cage. You know, I heard he was here. Hearing...
1: <laughs> Lucas is
2: here, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> will do a few songs just to do that. This
1: is what we do, though. We just kind of... Because This is a face of you, perhaps, that, that your audience might
2: not see. Performing. And you didn't ask, like, um, uh, strangest gig or weirdest thing that ever happened? Actually, I was we usually do. I'm about glad you whole asked road, that. Road yeah. thing,
0: if you got <laughs> yeah. something.
2: Now I brought it up, didn't you I? You did, I? yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm, strangest gig. Um, uh, well, um, just for acting badly, um, back in the 70s we did a, uh, a show at McCabe's, I think, in um, Oh, in, uh, in LA, DeKalb. Right? Oh, DeKalb. DeKalb. No, you're Gabe's thinking of well, Yeah. Okay. Uh, not the guitar shop. So it was a two-nighter. It was the first one for Gary Van Zeel in a new agency, and we were with Macmillan and Clary here. And so we did the first night, and my brother lives close by, and my girlfriend and I went over there, and we came back to the club for the next night, and the owner was really <laughs> mad, and our lead player and drummer, who will go nameless, met a couple the first night and drank tequila all afternoon. Okay. So it was a fascinating night where <laughs> the whole crowd was just like watching and he would like play guitar, three songs, and then rip the guitar off, jump and go throw up, and then come back and put his <laughs> guitar on and play three more songs. And it was entertaining as hell. Yeah. But yeah, our agent didn't think so. But that was, uh, you always played those little bars out in the country where some guy would ride in on his motorcycle or something. Into the bar, Into yeah. Into the bar. Yeah. yeah. And it was totally natural. Yeah, or or go to um, uh, some place in in Reedsburg. Our agency put us in that, for a country band, and and we played yeah. every country song we could think of. You know, the Eagles to Rawhide. Just, you know, just, that was like four songs. Just to stay alive. Yeah, and then yeah. they came up. This woman came up and said, "Okay, now come out with the country western." A... That I... was. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't make it to the end of that night. No, was, no. Yeah. Yep done a few of those. Those are the days when the owners, the bartender is yelling in the guitar player's ear to turn down and you're, starting to, you're trying to concentrate. But yeah. There are lots of those. Yeah. Do you,
0: have you ever done a wedding where like, the father of the bride comes up and starts talking to you while you're playing and singing right in the middle of something?
2: Yes. And they, they act
0: as if you're not really doing anything. And
2: that's a phenomenon with uh, people that's in just the audience amazing. Yeah. that I could never understand. Where you'd be standing and playing and somebody would come up and go, hey, I'm kind of busy here. Busy, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, stop the show, and uh, they always yeah. ask for something, and you try to look yeah. past them. And I've
0: only no, seen a couple it. people actually stop the show. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is it never embarrasses the person no. that they stop the show for. No. Yeah. Everybody else is like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, well, I wanted to know this right now.
2: <laughs> do you do fire and rain? You know, I don't know why they why they think they can do that, but yeah. it's amazing.
1: I know all yeah. performers have some sort of thing. I mean, this is not this is not talking talking trash about audiences. You guys a are a great yeah, you, you guys are a great audience. Sounding like it, yeah. You guys are yeah. a great audience. But I know uh, I remember hearing Willie Porter once, and boy, I'm going to hear about this probably. But this was a real this was real quick. I'm sure it, it felt really off the cuff, but he may have used it before. Somebody was giving him a hard time, and um,
3: oh, telling him how to
1: play telling his him music. how to play his music. Yeah, and uh, he said he stopped. And he said, hey, I don't go to McDonald's and tell you how to y- do your job. <laughs> whoa. I know. I thought, whoa, yeah, exactly. That's a hush nice. fell over the crowd. That's and a then he played. good one I'm writing. <laughs> I'm write that down. That's excellent. <laughs> Willie's agent's going to call me tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's five bucks, by the way. <laughs> you got another song? <laughs> oh, oh, sure. Let's do another song. Oh, this is the one with the really odd tuning. Mm.
2: Yeah, this is an open C tuning. So, oh. um, yeah, even the guitar is not liking this. I realized tonight, but
1: open C. I was thinking of another one. I thought you had one in E flat. We already did we just that one. No. Oh, you're right. We did. That
0: was there, man. Oh. <laughs>
2: It's a song called Eye of the Hurricane. This is a, a song about a girl in a motorcycle. And um, I have a little more of this guitar. In the, uh, and she dies in the, in the song, but it's, everybody dies in folk music, don't yeah. I think? Yeah. So. Everything. Dogs. Everyone. In bluegrass,
0: the man usually kills the woman, but die.
2: Well this is this is a truck. I guess the truck could miss her but screw it please. go out on a high note. Tank is full. Switch is on. Night is warm cops are gone. Rocket bike is all her
3: own. It's
2: called a hurricane. Told me once it's quite a ride. In. Shape so there's this place inside where if you're moving you can hide safe within the rain. She wants to run away, but there's nowhere that she can go. No, where the pain won't come again. But she can hide, hide in the pouring rain. She rides the eye of a her hurricane. Tell the truth. Explain to me how you got this need for speed. She laughed and said it might just be the next best thing to love The hope is gone and she confessed That when you lay your dream to rest You can get what's second best But it's hard to get it She wants to run away But there's nowhere that she can go Nowhere the pain won't come again But she can hide,
3: hide in the poor rain She rides the eye
2: of a We watched her ride so fast last night Racing by in a flash of
3: light
2: Riding quickly The street was dark The shiny truck she thought was parked It blocked her path stopped her heart But not the hurricane She saw her chance to slip the trap There was just a room to pass it back But then it moved, closed the gap She never felt the pain She wants to run away there's nowhere that she can go, nowhere the pain won't come again. But she can hide,
3: hide in the cold rain. She rides the eye of her.
2: She rides the eye of She rides the island. thank you very much thanks a lot
1: wonderful. Mr. L.A. Bird. Hey, you guys. Thanks.
3: Thanks for being on the show.